Hey man, I'm Kevin Smith, and you are about to stick. It's pronounced Nate D. Gad in your ears. That's probably not right, isn't it? I should do this phonetically. Nate D. Nate D. Gad. Oh, Nate D. Oh, watch this. Here we go. Hey man, you're about to stick. It's pronounced Nate Diggity in your ears. Enjoy the listen. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. I am your host, Nate Diggity. And this episode should not be as heavy as last episode. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't plan on it to be. Um, so that's a good sign, right? <laughs> I guess I kind of got that out of my system with the last episode. So hopefully that's it. Um, I did forget one thing and I knew I would forget something. Um, I mentioned that uh, the I gave a shout out to the maintenance guy. And the reason I did that and the reason I forgot, well, not the reason I forgot because I just, I was rambling and trying to keep everything together. So I forgot a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> but the reason I said that was because there was one day I came downstairs, Michelle and I came downstairs. Um, I had just gotten home from work too. Like I think I was maybe home for about an hour, give or take. And then we went downstairs. We were going to get groceries or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but there was a trash bag in front of my car. And I kind of looked at it. I was like, okay. But Michelle goes, is that a bag of your stuff? And I was like, what? And then I got closer and I saw there was a figure on top, which was actually a figure that my parents got me this past Christmas. Uh, mean Mark Callis, a.k.a. Undertaker. Um it was on top and I was like, yeah, that I had that one. Um, and apparently I, I missed it when I was going through. Um, then I opened the bag and it was just a bunch of wrestling figures and they were all mine. And I knew they were mine because there was a signed Vader figure and a signed Hacksaw Jim Duggan figure. Um, and then there's some other ones that I was like, yeah, these were definitely mine. Like there were still some that were not in there, which, we're kind of we're kind of bummed but that's fine like this was more than i was expecting to see obviously um and so I, like a few days later i caught up with them and i thanked them because i knew who i knew who it was like i just had a feeling and uh he was just like yeah man um i didn't know which apartment it was that was yours but i went to a couple of them over here and and knocked and wasn't you so but i saw your car so i knew it was yours and i would put it in front and I put a figure on top so you wouldn't think that was just trash. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's what happened with that. And that's the reason I said that. Um, and he which kind of weird, but he's told me that like one of the other guys took this bag uh, to his kids and the kids just didn't want any of them. Um, so apparently when they were cleaning it out, they were obviously grabbing stuff for themselves, too. And they took them to their kids. The kids didn't want them. They wanted video games. And I ended up with them back, which is fine. Because again, Sign Vader is getting hard to come by because he passed, unfortunately, a couple of years ago. And signed Jim Duggan figure. He's still around, thankfully. Um, but still both signed and other stuff that was in there too, obviously. Um, but that's why I said that. Because... Um, he saw my car, put it there, and got there. 
and I know I forgot to mention a whole lot of thank yous. Um, cause I knew there's, there's just so many, um, individual people that I need to thank. And I'm sorry. I missed a lot of people. Um, Sean, I know you're listening. Thank you. Uh, angry Johnny. I know you're listening. Thank you. Um, really just anybody that reached out and, and I'm, I'm definitely sorry that I've missed, a individuals, a whole lot of individual people. Um, but you know, I, I really do thank all of you, um, for even just reaching out because I know money's tight for everybody. So if you're just like, man, I didn't, I couldn't donate, but I wanted to say, you know, check on you and see how you're doing. Hey, I, that's, I absolutely appreciate that. Um, cause like I said, last episode, like it, it still blows my mind how, how, how much people cared. Cause I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like you don't, you never know how people view you or want to help you until it comes down to it. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, again, I just appreciate everybody. Thank you all. Um, but moving forward, and I mean, I'm sure something will come up to where I'm like, oh yeah, this happened and I'll throw it into an episode one day, but I think I have everything covered with the fire again. Sorry if I didn't individually call you out and thank you. Um, but from the deepest depths of my heart, I do appreciate you. Um, and that's real. I promise. So yeah, it's October now and October is one of my favorite months because of Halloween and just, it's starting to get cooler outside and things like that, which is so good. And it's finally cooler here in Texas. Um, finally, it took way too long this year. (laughs) Um, bunch of random stuff has been going on. Um, such as I'm on cameo. Why (laughs) I'm on cameo of all places. And I've actually done three requests already. One was for angry Johnny. Um, the other two, I don't know them. The other two were just randoms, which is cool. And, um, yeah, I, I'm only charging a buck. So I figured with doing that, more people would just be like, well, it's only a buck. Why not? Let's give it a shot kind of thing. (laughs) So if you're looking for, um, a cameo, a super cheap cameo, with a semi quick, uh, turnaround. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, look me up. I'm on there, Nate Diggity. And, uh, it's a lot quicker than the podcast coming out. Now I will say I'm getting a little better. Cause I mean, there was one, uh, one last week I'm doing it again this week and hopefully I'm going to keep being more regular now. Um, kind of trying to keep myself busy more than anything. Cause like I said, the last episode, still looking for a job, unfortunately, but this will kind of keep me busy in the long, in the long term, short term, all terms. <laughs> so yeah, get used to me being back on a regular, but on a semi-regular basis, at least, you know how it goes. Um, but before we go too far, I do want to give a quick, um, minute, second, whatever, uh, to my friend Marie, she is up for the face of horror and it's just really cool. Um, you definitely need to vote for her 
Um, I think she has just a little bit to say about it. So, Marie, what you got for us? Hello, my darlings. My name is Marie DeGaro, and I am your friendly neighborhood final girl. But I'm also looking to be the next official face of horror, courtesy of Rumorg magazine. Why am I bringing this up, you ask? Well, I'm going to need all you ghastly ghouls to help me scare up some votes. I've made it to the quarterfinals, and I need your help to carry me along the rest of the way. Make sure that I come out of this alive. Now, voting resumes October 16th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. How do you vote? You can find the link in my bio on my Instagram at thatmkelady, or you can go to my Facebook page, Marie DeGaro, and I post daily with the link there. Awesome. So, like she said, she's a quarter finalist. It's amazing. I'm so happy for her. Um, Voting starts again, like she said, on the 16th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. If you're listening to this, hopefully I'm releasing this on Sunday, the 15th, then you can start re-voting for her starting tomorrow. If you're listening to it on the 16th or after October 16th, 2023, hop on and vote for her just as soon as you can. It's faceofhorror.org slash 2023. Let me see the whole Marie-DE-DE. G-A-R-O. Vote for her. She's awesome. And follow her on Instagram at that M-K-E lady. And she posts about the everything there. So that way you can keep track of it and not have to worry about remembering the link and all that good stuff. All right there. So give her a follow. Give her your votes. Help her out. Quarter finalist right now. Let's get her to the top. That would be amazing. I know she would love that and i think all all of us would too honestly we need good people doing that right so yeah help her out and speaking of kind of horror stuff which is kind of funny to think about because the last two movies i've seen in theater one was horror related now the other one would probably be horror related to some people i'm sure (laughs) but i saw saw x and then most recently saw the taylor swift the eras tour movie (laughs) so i know like i said like some people would see both of them as horror movies but yeah they're both pretty good saw x saw 10 however you want to say it i dug the story like i know sometimes with movies like that there's not really much of a story going on with it it's just hey how can we kind of freak people out and go that way with it but uh, I really dug the story. Um, I think, I think I gave it. What did I give it? A three point five, maybe a four. Let me see. Michelle's making me. Well, not really making me. I'm finally getting around to using Letterboxd more often, and I did vote for or put my ranking in for Saw X. Yeah, I gave it a three point five. I would almost give it a four. Um, but yeah, if you're into like gory horror stuff it's it's a good one for you if you're not don't don't go see it um <laughs> uh, but yeah it was good i i joked with a friend that it was the um 
the hit family movie of the holiday season or something like that. I can't remember what I said, but something stupid like that. Um, and then of course the Taylor Swift eras tour. Like I had to go see that because I didn't get to go to the tour. I am a Swifty and I didn't get to go to the tour because I'm pretty sure Ticketmaster has me blacklisted. Now I don't know how or why they did that, but I'm about 99.9999999% sure that I'm blacklisted. And the only reason I say that is because every single tour that there's a uh, fan verification for, I'm always waitlisted. And even with the Taylor Swift one, it said that they would go by your uh, Taylor Swift account. Like if you bought anything, which I've bought stuff, and they would that would help boost your chances. And I had friends that didn't even buy anything and got a code to buy tickets. I didn't get a code. I was waitlisted. But I was waitlisted for everything that's come up. Um, Taylor Swift, Paramore, 50 Cent, The Cure, um, anything that I've tried, I'm waitlisted. So I may just have to start a new account for Ticketmaster, which is so stupid. <laughs> uh, but... If that gets me off the blacklist, that's fine. Obviously, that way I can start buying tickets when I want to go see something. Um, but yeah, so I missed the tour. And then, of course, missed spending hundreds of dollars on a ticket because of that. <laughs> but it, but thankfully, you know, she put it in theaters and making a ton of money off of all of us because of that. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. I, I really lucked out. I went to one of the early screenings on the 13th, the day that it was technically released. Uh, it was like 2.30. I took a half day from work to go, and it was me and two other people in the theater. It was not what I was expecting because obviously seeing all the videos going around on like Instagram and TikTok and everything, it was going to be chaos is what it looked like. It was going to be like we were actually at the concert, and I was like, man... Like, that's fine. Like, I know it's a big deal and people really get into it, but I was like, I kind of want to just chill in this recliner and eat popcorn and watch the show. Um, but thankfully that's what happened. <laughs> thankfully I was actually able to relax and just enjoy it. Um, I didn't even hear the other people like singing or anything. So I don't know if they were, they might've been just like me going, Oh, cool. I can re relax and enjoy this. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I hope, I hope it gets released on like Blu-ray or something because I'll watch it again. It was a lot of fun. Um, I did get to go to the rep tour before the pandemic. So I've gotten to see her live and it was a great show. Um, but this one was a lot better because obviously it was a closer vantage point instead of where I was. <laughs> um, and it's funny too, because uh, when I was at the Metallica show, I was joking with Michelle. Well, not really even joking, um, but I was, talking to Michelle and texting a buddy. And I was just like, this is what Taylor Swift should do because like all these people are fighting to get into the show and either can't afford it or couldn't get in. Um, I was like, cause Metallica was actually playing the, well, like kind of live streaming the concert from Dallas, Dallas slash Arlington, um, into theaters, the both days that they were here. And I was like, that would be smart for her to do it because so many people want to see it. That's easy money for her. And 
then like a week or two later it got announced that that was happening and i was like well at least i had a good idea <laughs> um but i mean it it was smart money and smart money for the theaters too because obviously they've been kind of hurting for a while so i know they're making bank too so good on them uh definitely want to keep theaters going for sure so i'm glad it's working out for everybody this way and uh yeah it's been fun um which speaking of the tour one of the big things that was going around was um the friendship bracelets like there's a lyric uh talking about the friendship bracelets um and then at the at the tour uh, people were actually like just swapping friendship bracelets and I didn't get to go. So I didn't get any, um, that's from the, you're on your own kid song from midnights. Um, I was trying to remember and I couldn't think of it off the top of my head. So I had to look it up. Um, and, but yeah, that was a big thing. Like people were making friendship bracelets and trading them and, all this sorts of stuff. And I was like, man, kind of feel left out. Like I wouldn't mind having one. So I even, I'm in a local, uh, Dallas Swifties group on Facebook. And I was like, Hey, if anybody has any leftover, let me know. Like I want one. I'll even buy it. Nobody reached out. So I was like, all right, that's cool. (laughs) Which I get it. Like I'm a super sore thumb when it comes to what a Swiftie is. Cause like I'm a metal dude and I look like a metal dude. And then I'm like, I like Taylor Swift too. Um, but what's funny is on Twitter, uh, San Diego comic-con unofficial blog made a, a tweet saying, or asking people if they'd be interested in like doing like kind of the same thing, but at comic-con instead, <laughs> I made a tweet that said, I mean, I'm all down for it unless I end up like with the Taylor Swift ones and just end up with zero. Um, and then people, I had a couple people reach out and saying that they would send me some and i got the first ones uh from jenny um which she actually makes them and her bracelet shops instagram is at betty's garden dot bracelets and that's b-e-t-t-y-s garden dot bracelets um which she asked me what my favorite eras were and i told her um told her a couple because there's multiples that I like. Um, and then I told her, it's kind of like choosing your favorite kid at the same time. So, But she sent me two, because um, I did say Fearless and Rep. Because Fearless is actually when I started listening to her way back when. I'm OG, which is weird, right? Uh, but yeah, she sent me a couple, which were the first ones I got, other than the ones I got at AMC. Uh, when I went to see the movie, which is funny because I asked, I was like, how do I get the bracelets? And they go, oh, well, we're supposed to trade for them. And as the girl was saying that, one guy just started handing one out, like handing me one. Like he was, he just didn't care. And then that other girl gave me one too. So I I have four now. I have uh, two from Jenny, two from AMC. And uh, somebody else from Twitter reached out and I'll, I'm getting one from them, uh, which is awesome. I'm cool i'm gonna have them i'm gonna be collecting them hopefully um i have fat wrists though so it's gonna be hard to wear so i'll just have them kind of hanging uh somewhere but still cool that i'm finally getting something you know some of these um maybe i'll make some for nate diggity right you guys want some cool nate diggity friendship bracelets 
I'll make some. <laughs> um, but yeah, like totally different vibes between Saw X and the Taylor Swift movie, right? Like completely different. Um, but those were the last two movies I got to see in theaters. I missed the Turtles movie. Um, thanks to everything going on, which I think it's probably still playing here and there. Um, hopefully they just put it back in cause I wouldn't mind seeing it on the IMAX or even 3d. That'd be awesome. Uh, cause I did see it and I love that movie. I watched it, uh, shortly before it became available, uh, digitally, uh, from one of my buddy's accounts. And I mean, it was so good. I hate that people were already like downplaying it just because it's not what their turtles were. You know what I mean? But I mean, I loved it. It was such a great one. Um, I need to rewatch it. It's been a little while, um, but I'll get around to it. It's a good one. If you haven't seen that one, do it. If you haven't, honestly, if you haven't seen Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, see that as well. That's one of my favorites. As random as that is. <laughs> um, so this weekend is and was New York Comic Con. So what a great time to actually finally put out my interviews from San Diego Comic-Con, right? Um, I, I don't know if I ever got to talk about San Diego at all yet. Um, I'm going to try and remember stuff because it's been a little while because that was back in July. Um, one awesome thing that happened, because I don't think I talked about this, is I got interviewed by Kevin Smith. Uh, it finally happened. It was really cool um, because I'm part of the Bat Kevin Smith Club, and you know usually he'll do little things like this to where he'll interview the members or have like a quick little meet and greet kind of thing. And I'd seen the the interviews, and I was supposed to get to do it one once before um, here in Dallas, but it was, there were too many of us. And he was running out of time because he had another, he had an, a meet and greet, like a paid meet and greet as well. Um, so we didn't get to do individual interviews. We did like a kind of a big one and it was kind of a little quick little thing. It was fun. Um, but I finally got to do an in, individual interview with him and it was really cool. Um, been a huge fan of his for so long and it was just cool to finally get to have a one-on-one -on -one interview. Like I would love to have him on the show one day. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, but I mean, he's in the intro of my show. So I have that at least, um, I need to find the full intro that he did for me. I'll, if I can find it, I'll put that as the intro this time around for this episode. So if you're hearing it right now, or if you heard it at the beginning of the episode, that's why instead of the regular one. And if you heard the regular one, well, now you know why you heard the regular one. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Uh, it's probably somewhere, so I'll look and see what I can find. And uh, we'll go from there, right? Um, but yeah, San Diego, I only went for a couple days this time just because it's so expensive to go. And I didn't, I only had, I only had a purchase pass for one day. And then, of course, I was volunteering for the others. But... I, yeah, I only went for like a couple, I can't remember if it was two or three days, but either way, I was, a, it was, I shortened it in other words. And I stayed at this really, really cheap hotel 
but it was obviously still expensive because it was San Diego Comic-Con week or weekend. Man, that was crazy. <laughs> There's a good burger place out there. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, of course, I'll actually I'm gonna kill a little bit of time and try and find it real quick because I want to give them a little shout out because they were pretty good. Um, where? Go to the map. And it was... Oh, which, by the way, the 10 fish is closed. That was weird. Um, that place was Buns. Why couldn't I remember Buns? B-U-N-Z. Um, if you're ever in San Diego, check them out. They're kind of out, a little bit out, like around Mission Hills area. Um, like the... Hotel Circle. Yeah, that's where it is. Hotel Circle. If you're in that little area, go check out uh, Buns. It's pretty good. They have a really good uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwich. That's That was the my go-to while I was there. I think I went there a couple times. Or maybe even a few times. But yeah, I got, the, I got that one at least twice. Because yeah, it was just like right next door to my hotel. So why wouldn't I, you know? Don't waste your time going to the lift. You know, using a lift or anything. But, um, yeah, what else happened in San Diego? Uh, I saw a guy that was cosplay. I think he was cosplaying Millhouse. If he wasn't, he looked like Millhouse, <laughs> which that was, it was awesome just to be there. He was a really good dude. I was talking about some of the exclusives I hadn't had a chance to get, and he had one of them, and he was like, well, I'll sell it to you right now. But I knew I was out of space because I was trying not to ship anything home. That was another weird thing with San Diego this year. I was trying to keep it all to what I could pack in my suitcase without going over or shipping because it's nice having like FedEx there to where you can just ship it straight from the convention center. But it's, it gets so expensive. Every, it just adds up because like they do a great job of bubble wrapping there in the convention center. Now, if you go to one of the other ones, like in the hotel or something, they suck. At least the one time I did it, they sucked. Um, but, from the convention center they're really good they bubble wrap everything super well and you usually get a big box <laughs> or two big boxes depending on how much stuff you have or more of course <laughs> um but yeah so that was that was actually in the line for Danhausen and Brody King uh both great guys and which Danhausen was just here in Dallas just recently you saw him again I think I saw him again before that too. Uh, I think I think I saw him again before between. Uh, where was that though? Either way, I saw him again. Um, another cool thing that happened at San Diego. Crap! I lost my train of thought. Hold on, I'm trying to catch it. Oh, the coolest thing that happened. I don't think I may have talked about San Diego now that I'm mentioning this. Maybe not. If not, cool. If if I have, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I did because I went to Fan Expo and I did the Fan Expo. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. So anyway, um, I finally got to meet. Well, not meet because I met him before, but I've, I finally got to hang out a little bit more with my buddy Andrew Husfar. Husfar! And we're 
walking around the floor, picking up different things. Like I grabbed the uh, Danhausen Brody King comic, and I can't remember all the stuff that we were all grabbing. Um, but either way, so we were walking around, and we saw a couple guys we knew, uh, David C. Anderson, and oh, what's his name? He's gonna he doesn't listen, so it's not like he's gonna know Kyle Peterson. I couldn't think of his last name. Um, but we saw them and we're like, Oh, Hey, we know them. Let's stop and say, Hey. And, um, we were talking to them and they were actually talking to somebody else and that person walked away. So that's when it looked like they were interviewing him. So we kind of stood off until he walked away and then we walked up and we're talking to him. Um, we didn't realize who he was interviewing until we started walking away and we saw the, somebody that we recognized. Oh no. I recognized it, recognized who it was while they were interviewing him. Um, it's Jeremy Padower. Um, now, if you're in the collecting community, you know that name. If you're not, Google it. Google him. Um, but anyway, so he was walking off. So we thought the interview was done. And so we kind of chased after him. <laughs> and we're like, hey, Jeremy, hey, hey. Um, and then we introduced ourselves and we were talking for a little bit because he's been, um, he's, he does things with the major wrestling figure podcast here and there. Like, um, he's done a boozing with the toys where they just kind of have, a um, interviews and things. And he's, uh, he had, a his technical rookie card with the pod as well. And we got to talk to him for a little bit and, um, while we were talking to him, he was like, um, I don't remember how it came up, but he got us in line for the Jazzwares booth. Now, if you're a person that goes to San Diego Comic-Con, you know, the Jazzwares booth is so tough to get into. Um, it's up there with, with Funko, honestly, which still I've never been into the Funko booth. To this day, I've been going since 2013, and I still not gotten into the Funko booth. 2014, maybe, whichever. I think it was 2014 was my first year. But either way, still haven't been into the Funko booth because I can never win the lottery to get in. Um, but I digress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, he he was willing to get us into the the Jazzwares booth because we were both like, you know, there was a Sting figure, there was an exclusive Sting figure that they had Jazzwares, of course puts out the AEW figures and they had this awesome sting figure and we were both like we would love to be able to get one of those and he worked some magic and got us in line for it um which ended up that we got in line ahead of david c and kyle which i'm sure they weren't too pleased with that since they were doing interviewing them and things like that <laughs> Um, but we got in line and when we got up there, we were like, Oh yeah, you know, Jeremy put us up here and they didn't believe us. Like they were like, yeah, everybody knows somebody. Um, let me check. So they legit had to go and be like, did you let these people in? <laughs> um, but that was really cool. Um, uh, I appreciated Jeremy for that. We got a picture with them and got to talk with them for a little bit afterwards as well. Um, threw some ideas at them, trying to see if it would be possible for certain figures to happen. And, um, yeah, 
it was it was really cool meeting him he was a great guy i hope to get to talk with him again one day um he would be another one i would love to have on the podcast so maybe i can pull some strings i'm not gonna hold my breath on that one either but i'll pull some strings see if i can get him on the podcast and talk a little bit about some figs um because yeah that'd be awesome um but yeah like san diego is always such a fun time it's such an let's see what what do i want to say it's such an anxiety inducing time too like it's so stressful but there's so much fun stuff going on at the same time but it flies by as well um yeah it's it's something else and uh yeah we'll see how this goes for this next year but it's always a fun time um as you're about to hopefully hear as long as i don't do not have any technical issues you're about to hear an interview with my dear friends jackie dallas and ming chin two separate interviews um if you hear them after this perfect that means there were no technical issues if you do not hear them after i stopped talking there were technical issues <laughs> and that means that it'll be on the next episode um but either way please not be any technical issues i want you guys to hear these interviews um i wanted these to be out way sooner obviously but the way things were it just wasn't in the cards so unfortunately months go by and thankfully i will say this thankfully a certain strike is over um because jackie was actually dealing with the strike and she you know that put a whole lot of things on hold for her unfortunately so thankfully the strike has been taken care of it's over now everything's been worked out as far as i know everything's been worked out um so that's a good thing for her and i'm happy for that especially for her um i always want my friends to be taken care of you know so i'm glad that it's all worked out and i hope i'm looking forward to seeing her in other shows and and hopefully movies and all sorts of stuff because she's a great person um so without any further delay hopefully you're about to hear some great interviews keep your fingers crossed that you're about to hear them and if not next episode <laughs> so here's hopefully jackie and then hopefully ming okay so i haven't run into any technical issues yet um but while i was editing i saw how long it was getting and made a last second decision that the interviews are going to be on an, a separate episode so there is a chance that, that episode is going to come out today as well or it could be the next couple days, but it's going to happen separately because I just think that Jackie and Ming deserve their own specific episode instead of being tagged on the end of this one. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be coming in the next, probably like it honestly could be the same day. I don't know, but it will be very soon. I promise, uh, because they're both great interviews, great people. And I just felt, you know, while I was listening to him again, I was like, yeah, this needs to be its own episode. So this is actually the end of this episode. Um, thankfully not because of technical issues. I just want to reiterate that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I figured out how to get around where I was having technical issues previously. Um, so 
Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure to vote for Marie um, for Face of Horror. Uh, be awesome. Uh, I want to see her knock it out and win this. Um, and until next time, uh, shake it off. <laughs>